I'm on is who rise. Raw, your vibe is long as who mys. Raw, the vibe I'm on is who raw. Raw, my vibe I'm on is who die. Again, I'm running with a ting, a second tinning, and it's spirit and a vitamin and cinnamon. I'm getting them and spinning them and run up in a ting. Again, it really would have been a better bar from a living, if an evidence for giving this to sign in the mirror. I'm not giving them, I'm giving them a minimum of million a week. That's goals, and I'm killing them roads. You've never been in it. Hold on to the witty and grow. Hey, like I'm a honey's Mauritian. Yeah, yeah. I ain't doing no dishes. I whip up a Ramsey. Hello and welcome to Our Lot in Block 5, the podcast for England fans by England fans. Yes, it's our Euro specials. Uh, Jumping on the bandwagon with every other fucking podcast ever. We are doing Euro podcasts. You know, there's so many people doing Euro podcasts. I can't believe it. But we thought we'd do our own weekly update of what's going on. Out of 51 games of the Euro uh, 2021 championships. The first thing to say is we're going to be calling it Euro 2021. We can't. I know that there's been marketing commitments uh, to go back to 2020 confusingly, but this is not back to the future. Ronald Reagan isn't the present president. Um, as far as we're concerned, this is Euro 2021. So let's welcome the team and see. Um, and, and basically, because I said, if you call it Euro 2020, I'm not fucking taking part. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> so um, let's see. Uh, let's meet the team that's going to go to Helen Baku. Uh, we have Stuart Izzard. Good evening, everybody. Hello, Stuart. Uh, Arsenal fan, of course. And yes, we also nice. have John Rubin. I even know. Now, cast your minds back to 2020, 2016, not 2015 or 20, not 2017, but 2016, when the last Euros were on, and we had uh, Bill Rayler, from, uh, who's a Crystal Palace fan, and uh, a, f- a friend of Stuart's, and we welcome back Bill. It is lovely to be speedily returning to you guys <laughs> in a five-year break. And it's, well, it's lovely to be talking to anyone, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm, I'm getting older and I, I can bring a lot to the table because I remember so much more. But when you're getting older and you've been locked up, it's just being grumpy now that keeps me happy. And <laughs> I know that I'm old now because I was watching porn the other day and I thought that bed looks comfy. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about football and I will give my. Uh, educated and um, silly old fart comments through well, I think the, by, uh, these I podcasts. Think, I think, Bill, by being a Palace supporter, we've got all mm. areas of the country covered from North London to South London now um, yep. with very much an unbiased picture of the Euros. So uh, mm. should Bukayo Saka be starting, Bill? Well, in view of the company I'm with, and I do <laughs> want to do it again next week, <laughs> so um, let's let's uh, let's uh, a little uh, a little update on what's going to happen during the show. So we're going to talk about our favourite Euro memories and what we think the England team might be to start with. Um, everybody's got an opinion, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll have a go at that. Uh, but we'll have some of our a twist, slightly slightly changed regular features from our lot in Block Five. So instead of quick fire, John, we've got. Uh, John's uh, special culinary trip around Europe, starting with Italy, with John's Euro dinner time. And we've got a French-themed Euro stoop machine. And we've got a new quiz, our penalties pop quiz. So we look forward to all that. Um, But let's start with memories of Euros. So I was going through um, 
all the kind of video stuff on the BBC site, and I've been looking at the Racing Post at some of the previous events, and I'm I'm trying to remember my favourite Euro moment. I guess it was probably uh, Euro '96 and um, the quarterfinal against Holland because I I did that terrible thing of helping someone at college move house. Um, and it's like the the biggest test of friendship moving house, isn't it? And I did it and I helped them move um, from one flat to another on the day of that game. And I literally got through the door of the pub at, just at the moment it kicked off. But I was so concerned that we were sitting in traffic trying to move from one place to another in a transit van. And um, I was so grateful to get that first pint in on that day and it was a fantastic game albeit um it took a bit of time to get going that game and England have taken a bit of time to get going in Euro 96 haven't they with a sort yeah. of bit of an insipid uh, draw against was it Switzerland Switzerland yeah and then the victory against Scotland um which came down to a sort of missed penalty and uh um and a, a brilliant moment of brilliance from Gaza. Um, but then it all really kicked well, off, I, didn't I, it, on that way? Can I just interrupt there? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Matt, to interrupt there. It wasn't a missed penalty. Seaman, who had the tournament of his life, saved that. That's yeah. right. And apparently yeah, Yuri Geller that. had moved the ball. So <laughs> oh, Yuri yeah. Geller was supposedly flying above uh, Wembley in a helicopter. Yeah, and a his ass. <laughs> and he had a bent spoon, I'll have you know. Absolutely, thank you, Stuart. And he had um, he had made the ball move, and apparently he'd got Euro. Uh, he'd got he'd got um, this year. He had got uh, Scotland into the Euros by willing someone to miss a penalty in their playoff um, when it went to penalties. I, I think that clips on online as well, but. Yeah, Yuri uh, Geller just, I think he kind of makes this stuff up afterwards, generally, doesn't he? Um, I know I'd had quite a lot of Yuri Geller whilst watching Euro 96. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what about you guys? What, what's your favourite moment in the Euros? Um, um, yeah, go on, Stu. Well, no, I, I, I mean, you've, I've pretty much summed it up, Matt. I think the... Um, the the Scotland game for me just because it was Scotland, Holland yeah it was great because at the time we were a good side and and we really sort of let our air down and smashed them up didn't we yeah but I think one of my favourite and it, it, not England but one of my favourite goals I think was um, I've forgotten his bloody name now Dutch nineteen eighty eight in the oh final. the um, was Van, Van, Van Basten Van Basten for me, that was just such a great goal. It, it, you know, and and thoroughly, you know, they they thoroughly deserve to win it. Um, but yeah, so from an England point of view, beating Scotland and obviously the Dutch, but definitely um, sort of favourite goal, if you like, was the Van Basten goal. Uh, was it against Russia? Russia, was yeah, it? in the final, and then yeah, followed the up final. by Hullet giving yeah. it a sort of big header with his locks going everywhere when he's. And didn't, in didn't, a um, didn't in the same tournament, was it Reichard and uh, Muller? Was it Muller? Oh, was it the spitting into it? The spitting, yeah, the yeah. spitting. 
I did enjoy. I know England were rubbish in that tournament, and I think Tony Adams picked up a lot of uh, abuse, didn't he? The donkey and all that sort of thing mm. back then. But um, I did enjoy the tournament. I know not from an England point of view, but I thought it was quite. Um, it's quite good. So that they've been my sort of uh, highlights, I suppose. And um, yeah. I mean, yeah. England generally, until 96, we had been pretty awful. We didn't qualify for 84. In 88, we didn't win a game. In 92, we didn't win a game. Um, yeah. But we'd got there. So, I mean, it was um, getting there was half the trouble. And I think some of the tournaments were only like, was 88 like eight teams or something like that? Yeah, there were wasn't very many teams in, until 96 where they sort of changed the format slightly. But what about you, Bill? Give us your memory. Talk to me or Bill? I said Bill. You said Mark. Well, Mark. Bill, Mark. No, I'll I'll be Mark if you like. (laughs) 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 Just call me Skid. Now, for me, there are no other Euros other than the 96 with Mm. Venables, what a character, Gaza. Shearer rattling in goals, um, Pierce at the back, Adams. It, it was just immense, wasn't it? Youngsters. Yeah. Gary Neville was 21 in the side there. A couple of youngsters and a turn of McManaman. But David Seaman was immense. He saved uh, quite a few penalties, didn't he? But some um, really great saves as well. And all in that fucking winter jumper in that heat. Do you remember the jumper? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For that tournament, it was like a fucking quilt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But the whole thing about that and the, you know, the three lines, that that whole tournament was just absolutely stunning. And strange enough, and a quirk of fate, we went out with that penalty that was saved from Gary Southgate, wasn't it? Yes. Former Crystal Palace player. Yeah, come through the Palace Youth. Yeah, yes. good boy. Um, yeah, but can't take penalties. And I guess, I, I guess that, you know, part of our... Penalty success in the last World Cup with Gareth Southgate came from his miss because, oh, yeah. you know, he's been interviewed quite a few times on they really take penalty shootouts seriously now. And I don't think they really did at the time. I think everyone sort of saw it as the lottery. Um, whereas, you know, studying, practicing, making sure there are options, um, the goalkeeper the only- being really well briefed. Um, the only trouble there time. is uh, I don't think Jordan Henderson got that memo. No. <laughs> well, he didn't even get it on Sunday, did he? But um, yeah. we've seen. I mean, uh, what about you, John? What about what's your favourite Euro memory? Apart from, I was going to say your um, kebab incident. Well, what your kebab incident? Just to let you know, Bill, uh, John was the reason that Greece won the Euros in 2004 <laughs> because he ordered oh, so many kebabs right. that it came out. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with uh, It was 92. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in hospital. I know it was the first time I'd ever been in hospital with IVs. I was in hospital and uh, when Jensen scored, it was just in the final, it was just mental. So, uh, yeah, it's always going to be 92 because obviously they weren't supposed to be there anyway. And uh, he became an Arsenal player yeah, soon they, after. They did well. Basically, I think I mentioned that before. Um, yeah. How many of the bottles or cases of champagne that George Graham had to buy him? Because it was basically a case of like he said he'd buy him either a bottle of champagne or a case of champagne for every game he didn't score in. 
<laughs> uh, and obviously it took him a fucking long time <laughs> to score the goal. About three years, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long time. So, well, it does uh, just show you sometimes that picking players up from successful European tournaments or world tournaments is not always a good thing. Um, uh, no, but that was that's my favourite uh, thing. I mean, there was the beating Holland at 96 because... Mm. I went down a pub with my mate Kevin, who died a few years ago. He's a young fella, but uh, yeah. And um, I was driving, and I was—I couldn't even walk. And uh, and he was Scottish, and he just said to me, he "said to me, you had to let those wankers score one goal, because obviously by Holland getting one goal meant Scotland didn't qualify." That's and right, yeah. Um, and anyway, <laughs> I was going to drive him home, and he went, "No," I said, "I'm going to." wait till you get home right. um, so I got home and uh, obviously he apologised to my missus because I was a mess and uh, and I drove I want to come home from work the next day my next door neighbour went there's a lovely bouquet of flowers here for Daniela it's my first wife I went alright so uh, she turned up gave her flowers the card it's from my mate Kev right <laughs> apologising I went to work the next day and went what the fuck did you do he went I felt really bad for letting you get. He said she expected the flowers from me, not you. I said well, I just wanted to buy them. I said like, and she she was pleased with the flowers, but not happy that you know I didn't buy them. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was just um, yeah, it is what it was. So uh, yes, that's that's well, a nice. Thanks for that, boys. So, I mean, this is um, a very strange tournament. Um, because I mean, effectively, I think if we do, I've got the old wall, wall, uh, the wall chart here, and I think if we if we win the group, um, we play in at Wembley again, um, and it's only the quarter final then that is not at Wembley for us. So literally, it's a home tournament for England. Yeah. Yeah, um, almost all the way. If if we get past the quarterfinal, which will be in Rome, the semi-final will be in in Wembley, and the final will be in Wembley. So yeah. it's as good as a home tournament, really. I guess that the quarter- you see you over just like striped up all the fans again. They've given it like you know all the fans at Wembley bad at the pop and England fans went oh you know all your tickets have been loads of tickets have been withdrawn, uh, COVID and all that lot, mm. and they've been given to corporates. Yeah. And you sold at like fifteen hundred quid yeah. a pot. Well, we've it's seen the advert, like, the, the deplorable yeah. advert. <laughs> so loads of people who actually got tickets in the original ballot was then told, "Sorry, COVID, blah blah blah." And next minute, they've all been like sold off for shitloads of cash. Couple of my mates, a couple of my mates got their tickets. They're going to the our last last games to the Czech Republic, isn't it? They've got they've got tickets for that one, but. If they extend this lockdown, which they're threatening, aren't they, to the 5th of July, then mm. I was of the understanding that, is it the first two games we've got, we can have about 25,000 at Wembley? But then, oh, they're talk- but then they're talking about, for the last game, because it's, you know, obviously restrictions, restrictions on, on the, the 21st. 21st. It's the 22nd yeah, of we, June against Czech Republic. That's right. And then they're talking about 70,000. So hmm. I said to me, mate, his tickets have arrived, but obviously if, if, if they don't 
unlock us properly, then maybe that they won't be allowed. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, yes, I mean, uh, I guess the 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 round of sixteen game is going to be a big one. Whatever. So if we if we come um, first in our group, you sure say. they must have sold? It's, we've got we've got the group of death, haven't we? Do you think so? Hello. Well, no, no. As in, we'll play the runner-up from the group of death. Yes. So you've got France, Germany, Portugal, Hungary. So, yeah. oh, I mean, who do you want out of that? I reckon. Probably I reckon Germany. You'll probably, you'll, yeah, you'll probably get Portugal. I think that that's that's what I reckon. I think France will win that group. Portugal will be runners-up, and Germany will. I think they're going to really struggle in this. I mean, there is a chance for teams who come third. Um, the best third place um, teams have to play. Uh, if, what we've got A, B, C, D. So we'd have, they'd have to play in Glasgow against the winners of Group E, which would be Spain, Poland, Slovakia, or um, Sweden. So see that that's I think it's the weakest group in the tournament. I think mm. that one. So, so I mean, I mean it, it, if we win our group, and it's that's a very big if. I mean, we've we've beaten Czech Republic quite convincingly at home. We didn't. We lost to them um, away. So uh, Scotland. I'm not sure when we last played them, but you always expect to beat Scotland, really, don't you? Um, well, you expect to. They're not a bad mm. side. They're not and a bad side. Croatia obviously uh, beat us in the um, semi-final of the World Cup. But I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing Croatia are getting a bit older now. So there's a chance that some of their more senior players are getting a bit older. Um, we might have a good chance at Wembley. You you would hope. I think you know, to sum this up, England have got one of the best squads they've ever had. Mm. Um, and, and there's quite a lot of pressure now on, on Gareth to, to get this right. I mean, it's always, I always think with England, there's always tournaments where someone's either injured before it or, or gets injured early on in the tournament and then you think, oh, we've had it. Without him, we've got no chance. Now, you know, if, if certain players don't play for England, you just think, well, that's all right. We've got him to come in. You know, it's almost we we have got an abundance of quality players for every position. I, I've never known an England squad as strong as it is. I really haven't for for any tournament. Like I say, you go back, you know, be it World Cup or a Euros. If it, you know, if you went to Euro '96, Bill said about David Seaman, and and you got Alan Shearer. If one of them was missing, maybe would have wouldn't have done as well, but. Now you 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 just look at our squad and there's so much strength in depth. It's 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 mm. it's it's almost we've got to win the bloody thing, Matt. I'm sorry, I I think we've got it there to do it. We really have. So, um, well, why don't we try and go through our favourite? What we think our the first eleven will be against Croatia, um, and uh, let's start with um, let's start with you, Bill. Uh, yep. Have you got an eleven there that you think? Yes, this is this is what I think. Bill, uh, Bill, yes. 
Bill, yes. can I just say what tends to happen with this sort of thing is I normally get my way. <laughs> yes, okay. Now, now I've, Bill, I've met Bill, you before, Stuart, remember? Yeah, but Bill, what what did happen a couple of weeks ago? We finished our Arsenal end of and and did our player of the season, to which Matthew and John both agreed it wasn't who actually was named last week as the player of the season, who I suggested we pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so like I say, I, I outvoted those two in that one. With my argument, so let's see how we go here, Bill. But what should we do? Yeah. Should we do the eleven, or should we go position by position? Well, we go by position, I think. Yeah, we'll okay. Start off with a goalkeeper, and then we we'd start talking about. To be uh, honest, uh, Matt, go by, by position. Yeah, go by position, and the reason why is yeah. I haven't got an eleven because I don't even know half the players. That are going. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite frankly, I, I'm not joking. I think oh, it's a sad yeah. indictment. It's a sad indictment of English football when you actually can't reel off 11 really well-known yeah. English players. I look at some of them and go, who the fuck's that? <laughs> oh, you're joking. Joking. Well, some of them are Sancho. quite young, I have to Sancho? say. You know, we've got, um... Who the fuck is Sancho? Never well, this, this is my mum's argument. I said, Why can, how can he play for England? He he's, plays in Germany. I think you're a uh, mistaken... <laughs> Uh, nationality with um, the league they play with. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I literally have no idea who half these players are. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's have a go. Let's have a go, John, and see if you can you can help us out as well. So, um, goalkeeper, who who do you think starts in goal? Um, the bloke from this yeah. is England. <laughs> Thomas Tuchel. What's his name? Thomas, not Thomas Tuchel. He's the Chelsea manager. Uh, I know you mean. What about yeah, you, Bill? This is England. It's well, this is England. a couple of controversial ones I've got in here, and I will start off with uh, putting in goal Sam Johnston after seeing him the other night. Wow, what a save that was. Well, he, he made a couple. He didn't have much to do, but what no. he did was absolutely stunning. And when you look, all right, he was at West Brom, but he made the most saves <clears throat> from any keeper in the Premiership. Mm. Didn't and, have a lot of choice, though, did he? Well, he could have let more in, <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, I, I just think that he had he had no nerves whatsoever, and he was quite comfortable there. And just on the off chance, he could pull off a couple of stunning saves. And Pickford's sort of up and down in my book, um, so yeah, I, I would uh, I would chuck him in because tournaments like this always throw out an unknown, don't they? Really, do. to to most of the world and go, Who the bloody hell was he? And we'd come on to Saka later on. But, uh, yeah, I, I just can't fault the fella, Sam Johnson. Well, let me tell you that the BBC, like, did a poll of, like, they have a selection tool so you can do it. And most people went for Henderson from Man United, mm. who hasn't played mm. really much this season. No, so I don't I, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't like agree him. with that. I, I've put Pickford only because of, you know, I think I, I agree with you. Johnson's a very good keeper. I just wonder whether you need a little bit of experience and he's got that for the World Cup. That's that's the I, only reason. I go more for players who are on form at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, no, yeah. That's, it's, it's not a bad shout, Bill. I would, I think, you know, the chances are we could get involved in a penalty shootout at some point. And, and I think, for me, it would be Pickford mainly because of he experienced that pressure in the, you know, the last World Cup. And I, I think someone there you just need. But 
Why not? I mean, Johnston, yeah, like you say, he's on, he's on form. He's he's flying. I just, I, I would agree with Matt though. I'd, I'd stick with Pickford, but not, not. And there's always the potential if we do play the Dutch at some point. If, if Van Dyke does play, it'll give him a fucking good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Let's go to uh, what should we do? John, what about John? John's already said Pickford. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know that. Well, he said the bloke out of this is England. Oh, is, <laughs> I, I assume he means yeah, Pickford. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's go um, right back. Uh, I'd go with Kyle Walker because um, yes. so nice. I'm fit. He, he's had a good season at City, to be honest. Walker, I thought he was sort of losing it a bit, but he's so strong and experienced. And he, uh, yeah, he's, he, out of what they got there at the moment, I think uh, Carl Walker was is my first choice. Yeah, I've gone. I've done exactly so. Uh, just, just to say, I've gone. I've gone with a sort of four-two-three-one formation. Right. If, if that, that helps. But yeah, no, I agree with Bill. I think. Walker, he's he's quick. He, he's glad he's strong, um, experienced. Yeah, I'd I, I, I definitely go with Walker. Okay, I mean I've gone for Chilwell purely well, you because you want to go the other side, didn't you? Is he not right back? He's a left back, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a left-sided player. Yeah, right. yeah he's left. Sorry, back. Um, he's all. He always plays That's left it. back. I've gone, I've gone for him because I've had to get Saka in somehow. So, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I was I was thinking it's between Chilwell and, and uh, James for me because I've gone for a five at the back with those two sort of wing backs. Um, so, like let's, let's go with right Reese James. Reese James for me. And then the next one inside him as one of three would be Carl Walker as one of the three centre-backs. Right. Oh, so you've done a different lineup to me, John. Yeah, I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. Well, who do you want at right back? Those are the options. Well, oh. <laughs> well, there was four. There was four up until injury. Yeah. So um, there's you've obviously got, there's you've got Walker, um, Carl Walker from Man City. Trippier came in for yeah. Trippier, yeah. Trippier. Trippier and who's the other one? Reese James. Uh, Reese James. Reese James. Is Trippier James. still uh, playing first? No, no, Atletico Madrid. Who just won the title? I'll go for him then. So Trippier for John. <laughs> You've obviously put a lot of thought into it, John. So why not? He's just won a championship. Why not? Yeah. I know City has, but they just lost it like in the UEFA yeah. Cup final really feebly. Yeah. Sorry. So, so um, let's talk about centre backs then. I've gone for three, but um, I'm, I'm, I still think we'll play three at the back, as we did at, at the most of the World Cup. Um, yeah. So I've gone for um, I've gone for Carl Walker, Harry Maguire. Who obviously I don't know whether he's going to be fit or not, and John Stones. Mm. Yeah, well, what I did there, I've I've got um, two full-backs and two centre-halves, and I've got yeah. John Stones, and with Maguire, I don't think he's going to be ready, so I've put Tyrone Mings there. Okay. With Luke Shaw as the left-back. What about you, Stuart? Well, I've gone, I, I, I think, yeah, Maguire, we don't know whether he's going to no. be fit, but I think, I think you've got to have him in there. Um, 
I'm not, I'm never so sure with John Stones. I always think he's got a cock up in him. But the, the kid he I like, um, is I like that kind of Cody. So if, yeah. if it was me picking it, I'd have Cody alongside Maguire. And um and in and, and in the right <laughs> and in the right part of the pitch I'd put Ben Chilwell at left back. <laughs> right. Not Saka. Or you got um, plans for no, Saka? No, mate. To, to be honest with you, listen. I thought Saka was superb the other night um, against Austria, and, and rightly so, mad of the match. And you know, and I, just, I, I, I really, I don't know where. I, I tell you why I wouldn't put him in because I, I would want to see Saka play left hand side. So, so, so I've got a three up. A three with one in front, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And for me, the potential player of the tournament, I would play in a three on the left-hand side, and I can't put Saka ahead of him, okay. unfortunately. So it'll all reveal itself. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not going with Saka. I think it'll be a great. It'll be a great impact sub for for any position. Saka will, which you know. It, it, that could come in handy. I mean, you know, Bill said about someone who's on form and, and comes to the party. You know, there's a lot of people a week or so ago saying they didn't think Saka would make the squad. He then makes the squad, gets man of the match and scores. So it could be that, you know, it might be the third game in the group. We've won our first two and, and he starts him and he, who knows, or he comes off the bench against the Scots or, or whatever and, and hopefully tears him a new one. But, um, yeah, no. So that that's where I'm at with that. I'll I'll, I'll go uh, my back forward in Walker, Cody, Maguire, and Chilwell. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, John. What do you think about centre backs? Um, I think Maguire shit. I really do. Uh, he sings for the beautiful South, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, then now he's split up, and he's with that Jacqueline Abbott now. Uh, no, I just I'm not a fan of Maguire. I really do think. I mean, he's it crap. looks like I don't know whether he fit or whether it'd be one of those ones where he starts and then 15 minute la- minute later he's off the field again in the first game. Um, so, um, so you've got your Mings, you got your Mings, you got your John Stones, you got your Connor Codys. Um, and Ben White now, isn't it? And Ben, ben White, White's, yeah. Who's he? He's from yeah. Brighton. He's the Brighton. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really good player. Really good player. <laughs> Who are these people? It's I just like uh, uh, just leave me out of it. I really. And you could no even. Idea. I mean, I don't. Has Declan Rice played centre back at times for West Ham? Mm, yeah, sort of feeling, but yeah. I, you don't want to waste that. No. Okay, well, let's move to the midfield. And I've got two sort of in midfield because I've gone with five at the back. So I've sort of gone five with the wing-backs, two and three. What have you gone for, formation-wise? Two, John. Well, let's start with you, Stuart. Well, I've got two in front of the back four. Right, okay. So I've I've gone with Declan Rice and Mason Mount. Okay. But... I have crossed out Bellingham, but I do rate that Bellingham. I think he's a fantastic player. So, but not maybe to start. We're talking about starting. So, yeah, Declan Rice, who's had a good season for West Ham, um, 
and, and Mason Mount, who, yeah, the only thing I worry with Mason is whether he'd be disciplined enough. To, yeah, to, I mean, I'm worried to, about that. But, uh, uh, but I think, you know, if you're told that's what your job is, you know, you, you've got to do it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. But I've, and that's where I think Bellingham might be more, um, you know, is he, stick to doing what he's, because he's a youngster, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll sit in there and, and, and do a job. But Mount, for me, he's had a great season for Chelsea. So, I'll, yeah, I've got, to, yeah, Declan Rice and Mason Mount in front of that back four for me. Okay. And um, what about you, Bill? Well, I've gone slightly different because across the midfield, I've got um, Foden, Mount and Grealish and then Jordan Henderson. Although I'm not a massive fan of him, we need somewhere, someone who's been there, done it and can dictate a bit for these youngsters in case they get a bit of a rush of blood to the head. Sure. Now, who's falling off their chair there? I think Stuart's me. going out it's for me. a burn, isn't he? I'm, I'm having a fag. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I've gone with. Because uh, there's a lot, you know, like the, uh, the Jack Grealish, I'd love to pick it up in midfield, drive on. So uh, I've got that sort of, you know, not straight across the midfield, but in tranches we'll have Foden, Mount, Grealish, and then Henderson. Right, so four. So Henderson's the sort of sitting one. Yeah. With maybe Mount yeah. in the middle and then the two, yeah. Foden on one side and Absolutely. Grealish on the other. Yeah. Well, I've kind of gone. I, I've done a bit of a combination, I guess, because I've I've sort of suggested that we would have two sort of sitting midfielders and maybe two mm. attacking ones down each side with Kane in the middle. Um, yeah. So I've gone for Rice and Henderson to sit, um, and I also crossed out Bellingham there because I think he could do that job as well, um, yeah. and yeah. I think he deserves to get some kind of chance, whether it's a, a coming on in one of those central midfield roles, if we're a bit more comfortable in the game, just to just to try him out. Because I think, you know, he, he showed in these friendlies how, how much energy and skill he's got. Mm. Uh, so, mm. yeah, so then I've gone basically like a three at the front uh, with Foden on one side and Grealish on the other. Mm-hmm. Um and Kane in the middle, obviously. But I think yeah. uh, Mason Mount could step in or Sancho could step in for Foden or Grealish and interchange with those roles. Mm. Uh, maybe not Mount as much. He's a little bit more central, but definitely Sancho. Um, mm. But you've got to start with Foden and Grealish because he's as close as... I think he's as close as we've got to Gaza, really, isn't he? Um, yeah. He's a wild card. Yeah. And people just won't want to play against him. I know no, Arsenal exactly, definitely yeah. don't want to play against him. Yeah. Um, well, no, no one bloody does, do they? He is one of those. But he'd drive forward, Foden would drive forward, and we have a couple sitting there. Then we can feed. Well, I've got two up front. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I quite like the uh, the idea of have, having those youngsters who, who all want to drive forward. And that, that's going to be exciting if it works. Yeah, I mean, there's some fantastic young players in that in that squad. And we've got to use them, really, haven't we? Mm. So what do mm. you think, John? What, what, who's your pick of the midfield? Who do you want to see I would, there? I would have gone for like a 4 4 one, one, right. right? So I'm basically going to go Saka in, on the left. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have Declan Rice in the middle. Yeah. I do like Declan Rice. 
Uh, if Mason Mount can play centre middle, I'll take him or Henderson. On the right hand side, I'll have Foden, and sitting in front of them, I'll have Grealish. Right, and so I'll like a sort of classic number ten role. Yeah, because I've got to fit him in. But I want Saka in. Well, I think we've all sort of uncovered that this that Grealish is probably. I know that Grealish didn't feature. Did he feature in the qualifiers very much? Um, no, he was injured for quite a bit, wasn't he? He's got five <laughs> caps. Um, well, shall I do my last bit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Stuart. So I'm, I'm, and not because he's played well, but I, I just think so. I've got Rice and Mount, and then in front, or, or as a three in front of them, I've got Sterling on the right hand side. Yeah, I've got Grealish. I've got Grealish, and then possibly who I think could be our player of the tournament, Phil Foden, and then I've got Harry Kane up top. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I you're the first person to mention Raheem Sterling there. Yeah, but not not because he's been playing well. I just get the feeling he knows that as well. And just someone that will just constantly run at, at back fours. You know, teams are going to sit. Teams are going to sit against England. They're not going to want to come out. And, and you need players that are going to take them on. And, and for me, if Phil Foden's playing on that left-hand side, we've we've got we've got the potential there to destroy teams. I just think, I'm, and I'm more going back to: did we win like an under twenty ones or, or something? Under seventeen like the, World Cup, he won, didn't he? And he was, and he was in uh, that, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think the boy, I think he's been Man City's best player. And and you know, when you're talking about someone that's that. That young, I know Ruben Diaz and at the back, but I think for me, Phil Foden just looks well. He's you know, got you, you're going cup into a, winners' medals, Foden, and yeah, he's about 16, like 20. ten years old. Going, <laughs> he does look ten years in, old as well. You're going into a tournament. You're going into a tournament. You've mentioned it, saying about Grealish looking a bit close to a Gascoigne. Um, Foden as well, mate. Just, I just think we've got such an abundance there that, mm-hmm. and like I say, I've, I've I've not mentioned Saka, and I'm a gooner. You know, I'd I'd love to see Saka play on that left hand side of that three, but I just can't. How can you not play Phil Foden? It, you know that that's where I think it makes England look so for me so strong when mm. when you can leave out someone. Who, who for Arsenal has been such a great player this season. But Phil Foden, mate, he's got to start. He's got to be out on that left-hand I mean, side. I, guess during, I think we, we'll destroy teams. Uh, you've got players like Jadon Sancho, obviously, who yeah. has got who's done well during the qualifiers. So you can see maybe Gareth Southgate turning to him for a more dependable. Also, Marcus Rashford. Yeah. I know that it's he's... Hmm, I mean, I've never been that impressed with Marcus Rashford for some reason. I don't know why. I just don't think he's... he's he, he knows I mean, where the back of the net is, Matt. He, he knows does, where the back does. of the net is. And, and, and he's still a young kiddie, um, you know, and and he's had a few fr- uh, free school dinners, bless him. So, <laughs> you know, but... The, and, and the other one, Calvert-Lewin. You know, mm, if, yeah. if Harry Kane gets injured, I'm I'm quite happy with Calvert Lewin up there. I'm, mm. you know, as well as Rashford. It, it, honestly, like I say when you go through this England squad, 
I can't ever remember going into a tournament with with this strength of of of, of the squad. It, it is it is unbelievable. Yeah. And and let's face it, I've left out Saka, and I want to keep going on about him, but he would walk into pretty much any squad in this tournament. Mm. You know, and yeah. other players we've mentioned there, Sancho, Calvert-Lewin, Rashford, you know, Bellingham, they'd walk into sides, other sides in this tournament. It, the, it, and and that's, that's where the pressure's on Gareth, I think, because... Yeah, but the thing is... Trying to, sorry, go on. No, no, it's just there's a lot of pressure on Gareth to get it right with his team selection. You know, we, we've all we've all picked different players for different positions. Some of them but, not even the position they're supposed to be in. No, <laughs> but yeah. but when when you look at it and and you just think of the ones that we've not put in positions, you know, and and you just think, my God, I, I can't ever remember England having that. Sort of, you know, Luke Shaw's had one of the best seasons at Man United. Mm. No, mm. I don't think it is. Did you say him, Matt for left back? No, I, no, I no. Did. So. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah, when, when he's, you look, he's rejuvenated, isn't he? Yeah, when you look, when you look through it, when you look through it, that's one of your old players, Bill Wambasaka. Yeah, not even oh, in the squad. Yeah. Not even, not even in the squad. You I know? don't believe that because yeah, he, he's had a tremendous season. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and and you look at it, and and rightly so. I mean, for me, the the I'm I'm quite glad he's brought Ben White in. He's kept him, but if if I'd have been Gareth Southgate, I'd have looked at the potential with Grealish. I mean, how many fouls, how many free kicks do you think we're going to get per game on the edge of an opposition's mm. box? I'd have kept James Ward Prowse in the squad, yes, purely, purely yeah. because purely delivery. Because, mm. Yeah, well, the, the boy's shot. magic with yeah. a dead ball is mm. magic, and that could be, you know. You're going into a game, it's one all or, or whatever, and there's there's 20 minutes left or we're in extra time and, and Grealish is still running at teams and they're constantly fouling him. Bring Wal Prowse on, dead ball, mm. mate. You know, mm-hmm. it's um we're not again, you know, Trippier had a great season at Atletico. He, he's not getting in the team. It's honestly, we have got such a great squad. It, it's it's scary. But Stuart, the great thing is, it's a tournament, and most, if not all, of those will feature at some stage. I hope so, and, mate. And yeah. that's what we've got up our sleeve that I don't know about the other squads of the other teams. I haven't looked into it, but if if they can see what we've got, and and you, we could fill two sides and be comfortable with either of them to start. Yeah, so, uh, If we've got that in our armour, then I don't think it's a problem for Southgate because it, he'll sit him down and say, right, we'll look at who we're up against and we'll play the best one for that. And, and he's got that. He hasn't got to rely on a nucleus of like half a dozen players like we've had in the past and then, you know, keep your fingers crossed with a few new ones. They're, they're, a lot of these are proven already. Yeah. Definitely. So here's a good little quiz for um, Bill then, talking of other teams. Um, how many Crystal Palace players are going to the Euros and who are they? Oh, what a lovely question! <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know some. I've written down the answer here. Oh, have you? Yeah. I wish you'd have fucking told me you were going to answer. <laughs> such a fool. <laughs> um, well, yeah, not many. Well, Gareth Southgate, he's going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, who's uh, Patrick Van Arnold? Yes, Dutch he, the Dutch player's um, going. 
uh, Wayne Hennessy for uh, Hennessy for Wales, and yeah. then you've got a couple of Belgium. Um, There'll be Benteke and I don't know whether you can. Spatshuay as well. He was on loan to us. I don't know whether he's going to still be about. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Who else? Um, that's well. There's five. So I think we named them all there. Oh right. Okay. There was talk about whether Johnny is Johnny Williams. A, oh, Johnny Williams is in the Welsh, but yeah. he's not at Palace anymore. No. He? Yeah. And there yeah. was Stephen Mandan- Mandanda. Uh, oh, the French laddie. Yeah. yeah. He is scored he just... a wonder goal against Brighton, and then Roy didn't play him again. And, I mean, Jose Font, I don't know whether he'll play for Portugal. Oh, yeah, so there's more Palace players, there's more Palace players going than Arsenal Well, players. I mean, famously, Palace had the most players in the semi-finals of the Euro 2016. Because I think they had, like, Bayern Munich had, like, six players and Palace had seven. So it was all like, obviously, you had Belgium and Wales. And Wales had a yeah. few players had a few Mm. players and there was Jose Font and others um Mm. I can't remember all that now but they did have the most representation Mm. in the final four of last Euros Mm. um but yeah we've only got four haven't we Arsenal Arsenal we've got obviously Kieran Kieran Tierney Jacka Jacka for Switzerland Saka Leno and Saka yeah I think they're the only four yeah, yeah. you it. don't have enough English players in the side. That's why, or possibly Aaron Ramsey if he comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an Arsenal And Raheem so Sterling, who's got on his way to Arsenal as well, apparently. So, um, so am I, Matt. <laughs> you know, Sterling, when he starts running at people, he's very much the same as Grealish. You're frightened to go near him because he's got that centre of balance and a twist and turn. So for sides playing against the against us, they're going to have a bloody nightmare. Because yeah. I know we've got a few problems at the back, but who is still fit there? A very, very experienced players like Luke Shaw and Carl Walker. Mm. And they'll hold it together at the back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a very attacking style. And, of course, we haven't mentioned the... The centre forward. I know he's a big, big favourite of yours, and he, he's so <laughs> ugly. If he stayed at Michael Jackson's ranch, he'd have his own room. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Harry Kane, bless him. Um, and you know, if, if if he doesn't play or doesn't play well, uh, that Calvert Lewin has been superb to me. So yeah, you know, we got and Rashford. Although he's the media darling, I, he he was awful the other night. Absolutely mm. awful. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, but there's there's room for so many more, as we said, and that, that is really encouraging. That's just hit home to me tonight that that is what tournament football is all about, having strength in depth. And, and uh, yeah, you know, it's how you use it as well, isn't it? Because sure. um, it, it's, yeah. have, is Gareth Southgate the right man for the job right now? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I was very impressed with what happened in the World Cup because I think he turned around a lot of the issues that um, the England team have had about the pressure of the tournaments and the media and the way that we prepare and stuff. So I think he's done a great job with that. I'm just not sure about on the field whether this this kind of almost a little bit Leicester City, or there's something a little bit Leicester City about us that we will sit and defend and then break out on teams and try and try and get goals through set pieces and it's yeah. quite. It's not a kind of free flowing England, is it? There was a lot of balls thumped into the channels, 
Uh, yeah. on Sunday And that's frustrating to watch. When yeah. you've got that talent, that is frustrating to watch. I, I appreciate that more than most. Watching and Palace I guess it's whether, whether he's got a plan B as well was a little bit, mm. maybe from the last World Cup. I mean, there were some fantastic performances. I remember us beating um, Spain, comprehensively beating Spain with a Raheem Sterling hat-trick mm. in, in Spain. And we just looked out of this world in that game. Mm. Um, so there is a chance that we could play some fantastic football. But, the you know, it's been a bit of a bore fest, to be honest, hasn't it? The whole qualifying yeah, camp. Yeah, I, I, I think, again, you, you, you've got a bit of pre-tournament nerves now. You, you know, you, you, you've had a couple of games, play some players. What, what we need to do is just get that first win and uh, you know and it's not going to be easy against Croatia but if you know if we if we can beat them next Sunday then all of a sudden things start to build obviously all the tension will, will start to rise because it's England Scotland but it's not a bad game to have as your second one you know and and then you know it, it you, you start to see things change don't you the dynamic in the squad players start to relax and and they start to enjoy it, and and obviously England expects, doesn't it? And the pressures on the media don't make it easy for any of them. You, but, you were included in that, Stuart. Well, <laughs> you're yeah, the media. No, mate, listen, you're the one expecting. I am. I am expecting. There's no two ways about it. And and, and with the the players that we've spoken about this evening, we should be expecting that. That's that's the difference. Like I say, and and but. They could they start to get that sort of mentality together, and I, and I think Gareth is the right man in charge at the moment. I, I, I think it's good that it's an English manager because you know he, he'll have stories to tell them about the night when they lost to Germany at Wembley and and, yeah. and how all that went. And you know there will be fans in the stadium, and there will be a bit of that. It's coming home being launched, and it, 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 it's going to be. A huge thing, but if those players embrace it all, then then I, I just I just really think we're going to have a great tournament. I, I really, really do. Really do hope the crowds kind of do get bigger as we go through the tournament because mm. that yeah. will really make a difference, won't it? And the, oh, it's huge! You know. It's absolutely huge, Matt. I mean, if we get to the semi-final and we're at Wembley and there's seventy thousand, which is going to be mainly English. It, it, he's going to be like 96 again. Mm. It, it really is. It's um, and, and for those players that, that have, have got the chance to play in those games, it's, it's going to be immense. You know, it's once in a lifetime thing. I don't, I don't see us getting a World Cup anytime soon unless we've got a big brown envelope to give to someone. So <laughs> you might as well, you might as well grasp that because the chance to play in front of your own crowd at home in a, in a semi final and let's hope the final. It, it, unbelievable things for them. I mean, one does often lead to another. So, you know, France won the Euros, then they won the or they won the World Cup, then they won the Euros. Germany won the Euros, won the World Cup. So it does tend to follow on, doesn't it? The yeah, well, teams win the next well, tournament. A lot of those, a Spain. lot of those players, a lot of those players we've mentioned. I don't think there's anyone there that's near you know, like another tournament. Bearing in mind, we've only got another year to wait for the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not there's not many players there that you're going to say, well, he's got to hang his boots up next season. So, 
you're, you're going to take whatever we do in this, you, you know, the squad's pretty much going to stay the same for, for the next World Cup, isn't it? You know, it's, um, it's exciting times, it really is. Okay, so um, we'll move on to our features. There's lots to come, and obviously after next week's um, game against uh, Croatia, we'll have a much better idea about how England are going to fare in the tournament. But let's move on to um, John's European menu. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingling, Now, John, um, yes. over the next few weeks, I'm going to be uh, talking to you about what you would like to eat. This week, we're in Italy. Uh, He's making you out to be a greedy fucker, here, John. No. A connoisseur. Well, earlier on, I ate a pound of mushy peas. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? (laughs) It wasn't just my. That wasn't the only thing I had for dinner. You know when I was getting those food parcels from the council. Oh yes. They they gave me a uh, like a packet of dried eight hundred and fifty gram tin of mushy peas. Right. (laughs) I was sitting there thinking. What am I going to do with this many mushy peas? And bear in mind, how big is that? Well, there's a fucking big bit of fish with it. Well, it's <laughs> just over, just over two, just under two pound. So, what minute? Oh, yeah. Is it like a massive sort of? It's a massive catering tin. size tin. Well, not that big, but it's a big tin. <laughs> so I had some on Friday with. Uh, Aldi do uh, a very nice large haddock fillet and batter. Right. So basically, I just had Friday. I had sweet corn, half a pound or pound of mushy peas, fish, and I put the other half in the fridge. And I thought oh, I need to eat these. The best thing to do is mushy peas. Right, a couple of teaspoons of mint sauce, vinegar, lot of pepper, mm. and just let that cook and cook it. Beautiful with the mint sauce. It adds so much to it. Honestly, that fantastic. <laughs> so, John, uh, John, can I just ask a question, please? What, what yes. does green shit look like? <laughs> I'll tell you in a couple of hours. Good <laughs> I'll take a photo. It'd be like, like pebble dashing the back of the bowl. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, like, yeah, literally, next time you do mushy peas, mint sauce, vinegar, and a lot of black pepper. Or white pepper. You, and thought, then cook it. You thought peas were the devil's bogeys, John. Uh, no, mushy peas I eat. Everything else can just fuck off. <laughs> Including broccoli. Uh, however, when I was a bit drunk last night, I ordered a Singapore fried rice, and I always say no shrimps, no peas. I was, right. only, I was obviously <laughs> drunk enough. I only got no shrimps out. And... Um, when I reheated, I reheated rice today, Matt, and I'm still alive. Because <laughs> um, you've got to terrible get to about that. And it was, <laughs> it's, it's about the temperature you need to get the rice to. As long yeah. as you get it to a certain temperature, it's fine. Yeah, of course. Um, and I, I looked, I went, oh, fuck, there's peas in there. <laughs> but it was fine. I ate it anyway, because it was disguised. Okay, anyway, well, this week, uh, we're going back to the year 1980. Um <laughs> To the Deep Pan Pizza Company. The um, best, the best pizza 
there was when I had running Romford yeah. used to do a lunchtime buffet all the pasta and all the pizza you could eat for about five quid wow well this yeah. I think predated that because uh, you could have a regular medium or large pizza uh, they were about two pound fifty each on this menu for a normal sized pizza, and uh, you could also were they have. In this country, they weren't in this country then in nineteen eighty. I take it. Who? Sorry. In nineteen eighty, they weren't in this country. I take it. What deep pan pizza company? Yeah, I only remember what's um, name being in this country. Pizza Hut. Yeah. No, deep pan pizza company, nineteen eighty. Here's the menu. So. Okay. They start with La Pizza, <laughs> which is just a pizza. Then Pick of the Garden, which I presume you won't go for. Mushrooms, green peppers, or sliced tomatoes. The Miss Piggy, which is just ham. Um, no. Knob Hill. I'm not quite sure why it's called Knob Hill. It's ham and mushroom. Sergeant Pepper is pepperoni and green pepper. The French Connection. Tuna, green pepper and onion. The Italian Job. Uh, bolognese sauce which is I don't know they used to do that in those days Um, you can have the Mexican way chili con carne the Polynesian which is the ham and mushroom mushroom pineapple Uh, then you've got some very odd names so uh, I think there was a sort of desire to um, create a kind of gangster theme to the place like a sort of a bit of a Mario Puzo Godfather thing going on. So you've got Legs Diamond, Pepperoni and Sausage, The Greek Tycoon, Prawns and Black Olives, 49th Precinct, Anchovies, Sliced Tomato and Black Olives, and then The Brooklyn Bomber, uh, which is Ground Beef and Mushrooms, Rub Out Hunger, uh, Pepperoni, Ground Beef, Green Pepper, uh, Meat Treat, which is all the meats, and then my favourite, Tell them Phil sent you. <laughs> Which I distinctly remember my friend saying he used to get his dad to order him just so he'd see his sort of quite posh dad going, uh, uh, yes, and can I have a tell him Phil sent you? Um, <laughs> so what's, what are you Matt, liking out of Matt, that? Yeah? Matt, yeah? Matt, sorry. Did you say one of them was called Knob something? Knob Hill. Knob's Hill. Knob's Hill. So surely that was the... All cheese option. <laughs> it, it was ham and mushrooms for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Knob still, you'd just think it like be four different cheeses. Or at least sausage. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you reckon then? Are you going to go for a town fill you, John? Can I just do a create me own? You can do a create your own pizza. Um, what do you want on it? Muffy peas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's my favourite pizza used to have in uh, Pizza Land. And that is a uh, chicken, sweet corn, and onion. However, I've now liked chicken, sweet corn, onion with some black olives on there. Right, there's no uh, chicken. In the 1980, no there is no chicken for well, some reason. In fact, actually, looking at this whole menu, there is no chicken on the menu whatsoever. Yeah. Certain things shouldn't be on pizza, right? Pineapple's definitely one. Mm. Did you say prawns or shrimps? That oh, yeah, there's quite a lot of tuna pizza. and prawns and things on Tuna, it. Tuna does not belong on pizza. You know, it's like it doesn't belong on a jacket. It's like tuna doesn't belong on a jacket potato, you know? Things yeah. that are cold just don't mix with things that are hot. 
and um, a push. I'm just going to go for. Uh, is there a spicy one? Um, there was not in 1980, John. <coughs> there was the, the Mexican way, uh, chili con carne on top. <laughs> that would just be like sloppy shit, wouldn't it? I mean, it's, you wouldn't be able to hold it, would you? You just pick it up, and flop it down. <laughs> tip it all you know? down your front. Exactly. <laughs> You'd have to serve it on a bed of rice. I think so. Kidney, kidney beans are dubious, man. You, know, you don't cook them properly, you're dead. So, uh, <laughs> what about rub out hunger? That sounds good. Pepperoni, ground beef, um, ground beef, and green pepper. You're gone then. We'll go for that one. Quite disappointed. It is yeah, a bit disappointing. Definitely, definitely improved. The other thing that the Deep Pan Pizza Company did, yeah, uh, I, I found out how to get a free pizza. And I went in there one day, and I ordered chicken, sweet corn, and onion. And yeah. uh, it came out, and it was chicken, sweet corn, and mushroom. And I said to him, that's not what I ordered. He said, yeah, I went, no. I said, I ordered chicken, sweet corn, and onion. I said, I don't really eat mushrooms that much. I went, okay. Next minute, they put it in a box and brought it out to me. I said, what's that? I said, that's that pizza. I said, right. So I'm not paying for it. He said, no, you haven't got to. He said, but the chance of someone coming in in the next 10 minutes ordering that pizza, I said, it's not going to happen, so you can have it on the house. I went, okay, right. The next time I went in there, a few weeks later, <laughs> <laughs> I went, I'll have a chicken sweet corn and mushroom. And I, brought, I said, that's not what I ordered. I said, it is. I went, no, it's not. I said, I don't really eat mushrooms that much. <laughs> so they kept doing How many times did you get away with it, John? A few, but it, it, you're limited. It's either that, or you literally have to go different times of day when different staff are on. <laughs> you know, and bearing in mind, they don't serve pizza at eight in the morning. So you're kind of <laughs> fucked, quite frankly. So, honestly, three or four, and then you kind of, they look at you when you come in. It's almost like when you order, they get the dictaphone out and tape it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're going to play this back to you. you know? <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, it was all right. And also, the one cool thing about the uh, deep pan pizza company was their salad bar, because they did whole boiled eggs, they did olives, shit loads of olives, and they did chicken wings. So you wow. basically go to the salad bar, walk out with a fucking shitload of pickled eggs, olives, and chicken wings, and then they expect you to eat a pizza <laughs> after that. So, so, uh, it said the salad bar is one pound forty per helping. <laughs> so there you go. Well, then I think it was complimentary. All right. And wow. you just got what you want. You just picked what you wanted. So maybe back in those days, there was like, you know. Like a harvester, help yourself to the salad cart. Yeah. 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 When people bowl. come back, and you just think, how have they put that much in the bowl? Well, you, use, like, you can create like a structure with breadsticks around the yeah. edge <laughs> to make it like a large bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah go on then I'll go for whatever that was rub out hunger <laughs> rub out hunger in a sort of gangster <laughs> way there you go that's Italy covered for the uh, podcast <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to France with the Euro Stoop Machine So, 
Hold on, I've got to get my bet open. So this week, uh, we look to France uh, for the Stute Machine with the Allo Allo Stute Machine. And René, oh Michel, oh watch out for that tree. Oh no, some wood has split René's skull in half. No, <laughs> we haven't done that. That's a bit hard. That was a car crash. That's all I can really remember about Hello Hello. Anyway, um, so I. <laughs> now, uh, last week, if you listened to the Arsenal podcast, if you're new to this, um, you've missed out because there was an absolutely amazing set of results uh, for the Stoop Machine last yeah. week in the playoff Good. special. So yes. uh, we, you you got them all right, didn't you? Stuart? I got them all right, Matt. Yeah. yeah. So nice little treble up. But I did say, don't bet on ninety minutes. I did. I did strictly say, do it on being promoted. Yeah. From from each division, and all three did, of them. Did went all up. three of them do it in ninety minutes, or were there any no? Malcolm Malcolm won in extra time. So if you had done it in ninety minutes, you'd have shit out. So. So it's Brentford, said, um, Brentford, Blackpool, um, Blackpool and Morecambe. Morecambe. Yeah, all, all yeah. been promoted. So, yeah, that was a nice little win. Now, so, off the off the back of that, yeah. we are flying into this. We're flying this, into the Euros. Right, this is this is the one. It, well, there's two. I've got two bets. Obviously, one counteracts the other one, but you take your pick, or as I've done, I've backed them both. So, what I'm doing... Is that it's a you got to do it as a double, and I think most bookmakers are doing it as a you know it's, it's in their list of special bets. Yeah. So I've gone for England to win the tournament, right? And Romelu Lukaku to be the top goal scorer. Okay. All right. That's fifty to one. So it's a massive, wow. massive. So to just to cover that in case. As I expect, the French will give us a close run for our money. Mm-hmm. I've also done France to win the tournament and Lukaku top goal scorer. Yeah. Um, and again, at, at fifty to one for me, it's a little flutter, isn't it? You put a pound on those fifty quid. Um, Belgium, their group looks fairly weak, as in I can see Belgium getting goals. So, I yeah, think so Belgium. Uh, in a got, group with got Russia, Denmark, Denmark, Denmark and Russia and Finland. Yeah. yeah. I see them scoring goals in the group stages. So, you know, if, if they get if they get seven or eight goals in those, nine, maybe nine goals in those games, mm. I think the chances are Lukaku's going to get two, three, maybe four of them. So, mm. I mm. think that could be enough to, 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 to win it. But, and then, you know, obviously they're going to go through. I, I, I really fancy Lukaku to be top goal scorer. Um, and like I say, uh, for me, England England look a real good bet. And, and, and obviously the French, they're the holders. So, no, they're not the holders, are they? Portugal are the holders. Yeah. But, but obviously... World Cup holders. You know, they're World Cup winners. So, yeah. For me, they're, they're, two, they're two good bets. Teams, I would... And, and so that, that's my... Stute machine bet, mm. but teams teams that I would say don't go anywhere near. Don't put money on Spain. Don't put any money on Germany. I I I don't see anything happening from them. Um, but a couple of little dark horses. Um, 
I fancy, um, although they're in Belgium's group, but I think Denmark. They, playing a lot they, of games in Copenhagen as well. One of the venues, yeah, and they, they so. they've got a they they've got a steady side. They've got quite a steady side. I quite quite like the look of the the Danish mm. and um, the other one, and and they've been brilliant. Recent results and everything. Italy, so mm. they they've been my two that I'd be wary of, but definitely don't touch Germany or Spain. That's it's not worth it. They're they're, they're going to be a big disappointment. So. Uh, that's my little tips for the tournament. Mm. There you go. Well, thank you for that. And let's put another pound in. And hello, I was pissing past the door and I heard a shit. No. Uh, that's the only two things I know about. <laughs> there was that funny talking English bloke. Anyway, right. So um, we've done uh, a lot of talking, um, but now it's time to quiz you all with uh, Matthew's Penalty Shootout Quiz. Um, so let's play the jingle for that. Right, so... Um, this penalty sh- challenge is each week I'm going to give you five shots at goal. You've got to try and uh, win the lottery that is penalties to get your song played at the final part of the show. So, uh, who uh, wants to tell us what song they're going to go for first? Let's start with you, Stuart. Well, I've changed my mind. Oh, I'm God. so excited. I'm yeah. so excited. I want I want Three Lions, the original Barbara Dylan Skinner. Okay. And what about and you, Lightning Um As I say most weeks, I'm going for a Vindaloo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, John? Uh, mine's not football related. Good. <laughs> so uh, mine is one that I put on Facebook last night uh, when I was a bit drunk, which is uh, The Animals. Uh, Misunderstood. I'll send you the link. Oh, please don't be misunderstood. I'll be the one. Yes. Okay. So um, we're gonna. I'm gonna toss a. No, I can't toss a coin between three people, can I? That makes no sense. Let's say. Let's you could have a game of soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's not far. We could both have a good lob. Oh. I'll just go to the window, mate. Have a go. <laughs> I've got. I've, I was going to say, my back door's open, Bill. <laughs> not the first time you told me that, and I've told you I don't do that anymore. It's all in the past about me and the vicar. <laughs> so let's Very let's um, as Bill is our guest, we should let him go first. So you're stepping up to the spot with five questions here on the Euros, Bill. You ready? Oh, great. Yeah. Question number one. Who is the only player to score in the finals of two consecutive Euros? Is it Fernando Torres, Xavi Alonso, or Sylvain Wiltord? Torres. Correct. Spain is the only team to defend its Euros title successfully, 2008-2012, as just mentioned. But when did it first win the title? Was it 1964 1968 or 1972? 
72. It was 64. Oh. The, Pen- the Penenka penalty uh, originated at the 1976 European Championships. But what team did Antonin Penenka score that first one against? Was oh, it Italy, France or West Germany? Well, hopefully the Germans. Correct. <laughs> what team has appeared in the most European Championships without winning a trophy? Is it Belgium, Croatia or England? It's got to be England, is not it? Correct. And your final question. Alan Shearer has scored how many goals across his Euro Championship career? Was it Ooh. 10, 11 or 12? Ooh, cracky. Um, 11. Correct. Oh. That, that was good. That's four yeah. out of five. There's only one that you skied over the bar there. So uh, let's uh, go with Stuart next. Stuart, are you ready for your five penalties? All right. Or have you put your coat on like Emil Heskey? (laughs) He's already got his coat on. He's already got this car. He's twiddling his car keys in his fingers. Uh, (laughs) So your questions. Number one. Who scored the equaliser in England's 2-1 victory? <laughs> in England's 2-1 victory over Wales in Euro 2016. We're talking about the equaliser here. So was it Wayne Rooney, Daniel Sturridge, or Jamie Vardy? Oh I'll have to go Vardy. Correct. Who scored the first goal for England at Euro 2012? Was it Jolian Lescott, Danny Welbeck? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who were we playing? Who were we playing? Yeah, what game was it? It was the first game of Euro 2012. It was our first goal of Euro 2012. Who was playing? Yeah, who were we playing? Because Google won't search it that quick, Matt, if if you don't tell him who we were playing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, I I don't know. I need to know what game it was to to remember. Right, well, just give it names. Let me quickly check. User 2012. Uh, Tell me what the game was. Well, that's what I mean. I don't know what it was. I just know he scored the first goal of the tournament for England. He just knows that Jolie okay. and Lescott scored the first goal Fucking for him. Did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> so what was it Jolie and Lescott, Danny Welbeck or Theo Walcott? Lescott. It was Jolie and Lescott, correct. I think it had won all draw with... It was a, a game against France. Um, Sammy and Nasri right. scored the other goal. So Who was the ref? <laughs> Howard Webb, I don't know. <laughs> Howard from Take That. allowed to do it. So, uh, question <laughs> number three. How many goals did Marco van Basten score in the Euro 1988 tournament? Was it four, five, Ooh. or six? Um, Jesus. <clears throat> you don't often get six. So, um, I'll, I'll say six. I'll go top of the shot. It was five. Yeah, I thought it was. Hit the post, it's come back out. You're not allowed to shoot in back in. 
So how was the semi-final between the Russia and Italy in the 1968 championships decided? Was it a replay, penalties, or on the toss of a coin? Toss of a coin. It was. Yes, the only game to be decided on a toss of a coin. Uh, and finally, which team did England defeat in a two-legged playoff match to qualify for Euro 2000? Was it Wales, Scotland, or Northern Ireland? Uh, 2000. Was that where it all kicked off in Ireland, wasn't it? I'll go Northern Ireland. It all kicked off in Ireland and we beat Wales. <laughs> no, it all kicked <laughs> off. It did actually kick off in Northern Ireland, but we beat Scotland in the playoff. Ah, so that's three for yeah, you, Stuart. Yeah. Your Gareth Southgate slumping his shoulders down. Yeah. Uh, so here you go, John. Chance <laughs> to win it with a perfect score. Yeah, OK, whatever. Which England player scored a hat-trick in the 5-0 win over the Czech Republic in their opening qualifier in March 2019? Was it Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling or Jamie Vardy? I'm going to go Sterling. Correct. Who was the only team to defeat the England in the Euro 2020 qualifiers? Was it the Czech Republic, Hungary or Albania? Checks. Correct. Which company supplied the Euro 2021 match ball? Is it Nike, Adidas or Umbro? Absolutely no idea. Do Umbro still make footballs? Okay, no. Um, uh, Nike. It was Adidas. Or was it? When was the first European Championships held? 1956. 1960 or 1964? No, I used to know every winner of these. I used to know every winner of these. And... uh, I'm going to go 56. I don't think it is, though. No, it's 1960. Yeah. And so, finally, which team won that first 1960 European Championship? Was it? Sorry. <laughs> I thought he's going to know it straight away. Uh, was it Russia, Spain or West Germany? It wasn't Spain. Although they did win it two consecutive, it was more recent, I think. Russia had a good side. West Germany just won the World Cup. Uh, for some reason, I'm going to go for Russia. Yes, Correct. I think there were only four teams in it in the first one. Weirdly, it wasn't a great tournament, but um, there you go. So, uh, the winner this week is he's coming. He's stepped up to the spot. He's penenkered them all. It's Bill. Um, so, we're going to play out on Vindaloo uh, by Fat Les. But before that, I, I want to know who you all think is going to win the European Championships. Um, if we don't, I tell you what. If we don't, it's the yeah. best chance we're ever going to have. Because I tell you something, right? Yeah, you normally with these tournaments, you always hear about these other sides and how great they are, like your Germany, your France, yeah, uh, your Italy, and they're all a bit wank, to be honest. You know, they really are. Uh, even Portugal, you know, even though like they reckon Ronaldo, oh Ronaldo, so amazing. Yeah, nah, sorry, 
this is, if we do not win it this time, we've really fucked up, quite frankly. So, you know. So you're going to England, then? England. I, never, I never go that with England. You always kind of think, yeah, but. But this time, it is the one chance they've got. Like Stuart said, they've got loads of strength in depth. And we've got some great players. And, you know, if we don't win it, there's a massive balls up somewhere down the road. You know, is VR involved in this? It is, yes, I think it is. Oh, fuck. No, it's going to be France. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we're not Arsenal. So, um, and what we said about us winning penalties is quite, you know, it, it could be a good tournament for us on VAR, couldn't it? Uh, but yeah. what about you, Bill? What do you think? Who's going to win the Euro Championships? Well, I, I think we will. And to answer your question from earlier, is Gareth Southgate the right manager for this? If he can't do it with this bunch, he should fucking give up and go and do some knitting. <laughs> to be right. honest, right. that is such a great squad. It's a really good mix. And, and we are looking like an England of old where we've got attacking players. So if we sit back, I'll be really pissed off because there's no need for us to with the players we've got in midfield and up the front. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'll be very disappointed if we don't win it. Okay, Stuart? Yeah, listen, I've, I've, I think I've bigged us up enough tonight. I can't knock back us. Well, I'm getting it, excited now. Yeah, I, 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 like I say, I've, I've got a real feel... That, that this is gonna it is coming home. It really is coming home this this summer, and and I think you know as much as every country across Europe, um, you know, with what's happened with the pandemic and and everything else, I I I just think the next few weeks could be an absolute just massive bit of fun. Um, with we I think we've got Barry's going to wire up a telly outside the bell in, in the smoking <laughs> area. And and it's going to be a bit lively, and there's going to be some fun, and hopefully the weather stays nice, and and yeah, a, a summer of a summer of fun. I hope we're not all disappointed come the 11th of July, but I, I really I've really got this feeling that that with the squad of players, um, yeah, I, I I can only listen. The French are good, Belgium. You can't you can't rule them out. No, um, but. Providing nothing stupid happens, and you know some silly sending off, or a, you know some some sort of you know like the Beckham moment against Argentina, or, or, oh, really or, or something like that. I, I, yeah, I just for me, I, I I just can't see past England, and I think our nearest rivals are the French. So it could be that we play them in the quarterfinal. So let's let's bring it on. I, I'm having England, mate. The only problem I've got with the whole thing, though, is that you know the England fans are going to spoil it and they'll just be like, it's like what they did with it last time. You know, we won a match on church, people were smashing up shops, jumping up and down on cars. You think you've won a football match and you go and trash the fucking place because mm. that's what England fans do. And that'll be the situation, you know? We'll win. And we got, and yeah, got and, and I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. I mean, yeah, I, I think, was going to say, I think if we don't win it, then I th- if we don't win it, then I think you can't look much further than France, probably. Um, Sorry, Stu, you were going to say something, mate. What was that? No, all I was going to say, I, I can see what you're saying there, John, and I think that you know, with a lot of people having been shut away and and stuff, yeah. the the added thing of right, let's go out, we, we'll watch the football at the pub, and then they're pissed and. 
yeah, I think I think there will be some of that, definitely. Mm. But at the same time, it just it's just got a feeling of 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 ninety six for me. It really has, mm. and and I just hope we go that 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 step further this time. But yeah. Um, yeah, if if people are idiots, are idiots. I'll probably be one of them. I'll smash, <laughs> up, the, I'll smash up the bell or something like that. It's <laughs> hit the telly with a bat and trap ball. That's so. it. <laughs> yeah. so uh, thanks for joining us, boys. Um, we're look, looking forward yeah. to the tournament now. If you weren't before, then it's going to be a fantastic summer. And we'll see you next week. And this is Fat Lads and Vindaloo. Where on earth are you from? Who from? England? Where you come from? Do you put the kettle on? Kick Yeah.